Okay. So we have just finished Jade's Tale. Isn't that fantastic, Melanie? Whoa, yeah. Yeah. And so as usual, we like to go through and kind of reflect on what we just did and uh, what we liked and didn't like and all that stuff. So um, first off, just real quick around the table, um, just chime in. Uh, did we enjoy Jade's tail? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you Good. said tail and she's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. getting that out of the way. So first off, we should probably go and address the big elephant in the room. We're not there yet. Where what we did we all think about the switcheroo? Oh, that was a good switcheroo. What do you mean? The, I mean, the hound. The hound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, instead of a weapon? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I loved that. I was shocked. I was astounded. I loved every second of it. <laughs> it was great. It, it makes sense for I a think ranger. I liked it. I loved it. Yeah, it's a great, great idea. And yeah. you had us going the whole time. Yeah, I was dog. like, well, the boat's gone. I guess I don't get anything. Let, let, let me see. You guys had you going the whole time. Because when I first started the whole thing, after I made up uh, Adri's bow, I was kind of looking. It's like, well, I can't make the same bow. Right. That'd be kind of droll. I mean, and I could make the same bow, but like with different some bows? nature features for a ranger, yeah, you know? I, I guess I could. But once again, we're, now we're just kind of splitting hairs. An awakened point. bow. <laughs> Yep. The intelligence yeah. of 12, but it has no fingers. Yeah. And um, so then I kind of hit on the idea of a uh, combat you know, companion instead. But you kept talking about, it's like, oh, what's the bow going to be like? What's the bow going to be like? <laughs> yeah, so we I'm did just, all just assume. <laughs> yes. So I'm just sitting in the corner going, dum de 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 dum Yeah, I mean, you'd already set it up that everybody was getting new weapons specifically, so... Yeah, it was. It's a, and it, it was, was great. It, it suits legit suits to have two story. people with bows. I yeah, was like, yeah. totally. Definitely sure. was a little bit like, okay, well, how's mine going to be that much different? Like, it would just be the same thing, but just with different spells. And you said as much in one of the episodes. Yeah. yeah. And and that was the thing I was struggling with there. It's a green bow. Yeah. yeah. And she, it has leaves on she it. She does like Melf's poison arrow instead of acid arrow. Like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, this is much better. Yeah, I was looking, I was, you know, going back and over what uh, Galchapar had told all of you. And he basically said that it's like, we don't even know who this hero is. We don't know anything about this bow. We just know that this hero had a bow and in, you know, ancient tales and go get it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there was, it really left it open for there might not even be a bow. <laughs> oh, there was a bow. Yeah. It just was decrepit. Yep. The bow of decrepitness. Yeah, but that was great. Melanie, Melanie defiled a grave, so that was good. Well, technically, um, technically, Owen did it first, you know, pulling the the uh, shroud back what? and booping the suit. What? Thanks, Owen. You destroyed the bow. Gosh, man. The bow of bowliness. Bow. I thought uh. he was going to give her a cool bow that would split into two swords, and then she could like go two swords and then put it back together. But then it was like, no, it's actually garbage. Sorry. <laughs> a Legolas bow. Well, that's a you great idea. That's a great idea, Owen. Bryce. That is actually a really great idea. I'm sorry, Bryce. That's a really good idea for an <laughs> that's item. That's a really good idea, Owen. Wow, that's <laughs> a like, really good idea. Thank you, I know. Um. Yeah, no, I... I'm tired. Like, <laughs> I didn't know... Like, you, you've thrown us for loops every single minute of this... Uh, campaign so i don't i didn't even know what was going to be happening campaign. and in fact actually yeah when well on the internet when people are like 
post a GIF that uh, represents your Dungeon Master style. I always put the one with Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie Brown crashing the yeah. game. Subvert the expectations. I I actually, you know, as as rough as it was doing the Giants in the Underdark, uh, just as a character thing, I think having to get rid of so many spell slots to get Cotter to a fighting condition and myself as well, that was really challenging for this arc. Yeah. Yeah, so it, well, let's go and talk about uh, actually the arc. So it, in in the past, we've um, had several different things. I mean, obviously, um, uh, Arlen's thing to start this whole off with, you know, with the Celestial Pyramid was kind of just a standard sort of dungeon crawl, but in this case, from platform to platform in the cosmos. Um, and then, you know, the the wildest departure, of course, was Creval's, where we went and actually had to reenact Creval's... Uh, or the uh, story of Doi, and uh, everyone had to die multiple times, which was all sorts of fun. And then the... Um, we were... I was used to it, so it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, um, monastery invasion was kind of more back to a kind of a, a dungeon crawl, although you turned it into one giant WWE, you know, mass... King of the ring. Yeah, mass uh, combat Battle there. Royale. Ro no, no, it was a royal rumble. Yeah, there we go. See, it was an earthquake. Uh, that was actually good. Yeah. Don't be so surprised. Thank you. Oh, I am surprised. <laughs> and um, so anyways, we uh, have sort of been bopping back and forth. And then this one was a gauntlet. Um, instead of like uh, exploration or something, it was just a series of you had to face each of the elements in turn. And it was just a, a big, you know, smackdown you know, one right after another, first, uh, you know, air and, or excuse me, first water, then fire, then earth and air. And it basically you had to just run through each of the gauntlets. And as you said there, Drew, um, it got really close a couple of times. In fact, uh, Melanie, you had to be saved by the, <laughs> uh, by Kulan's Hound in the first two, uh, two um, iterations there before we got most of the group together. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I got to, I needed to get saved by the entire group. <laughs> when digging and he you got out. everyone yeah and he got blown out too keep, keep in mind though bryce take it as a compliment because it took an entire mountain falling on you to take you down true i get a single sky snake sneeze <laughs> yeah yeah you 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 give a that tempest of allergies and man but anyway so um how do we enjoy the gauntlet style versus versus a standard dungeon crawl where you're exploring or um, one of the other ones where we're reenacting or something like that. Definitely felt like higher stakes. I like the gauntlet. Be oh, go ahead. Yeah. Especially the further, the first, especially for the further down the gauntlet you got. And it really started, really, really started to put pressure on teamwork, not over massive powers flex to try to solve the issue. Yeah. It required hey you if you can do this he can do this she'll come around this and we might get this one creature down to halfway yeah and not really having so, so it, much it space for a short rest too was uh it was a big deal more more conserving resources i think it was good for us mm -hmm. <laughs> it was also very interesting that just the celestial heights to which you are now playing in i remember yeah. um you rolled like a 21 or something or 22 and it, just it nope. didn't hit mm -hmm. and it's like 
wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. This is the kind of creatures you're yeah. dealing with. Like, now. we're more powerful, but that also means that the creatures are likely to be. Yeah. Like, same with the um, the skill check that I failed, even though I yeah. rolled maximum. Or I, I rolled a 19, and even if I had gotten a 20, I would have still failed. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. That's that's really scary. Yeah, this yeah. is the kind of uh, high-level competition you're at, where, I mean, even your best won't do. So. Yeah. And, once, and like you said, Drew, I mean, it does mean that now the group really has to work as a team, because, yeah one of the team members might not be able to go and achieve, you know, a victory in this particular circumstance. And so everyone's going to have to pitch in to make sure it happens. Yeah. Like one of, one of the glaring weaknesses in our group for me is, and it's all, it's just a class thing. It's not a personal thing, but paladins aren't good at long range. That's one of their glaring weaknesses up front and close. Great. But at range, not so much. So having a, so if you have a, about a fight where, you know, Matt proved he can do it. We already know it. Uh, Jesse and uh, um, Melanie can do it, and I can do it to a certain extent, and so definitely so can Owen. But Bryce is stuck there playing a utility role where he's used to being a more active role because he can't get to the creature. Yeah, and yeah. and smart so creatures know that. Too. So the smarter the creature, they're like, oh, this is a tanky paladin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys really shouldn't have lost that javelin of lightning back in the early part of the game. The no, we series. shouldn't have. Yeah. How did that happen? Someone hey, just left it. it. Well, later. the cave was caving in on us. Yeah, you were being caved in upon. I, it them. was the, it was the right call at the time. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's that difference between being the greedy loot goblin, or realizing you made an error and owning up to it, and it's just the way the game has to go now. And then the neat thing is the Tabaxi you know? ended up with it, so that uh, ended up helping them out on a couple of things. Yeah, so there's, there's this kind of neat kind of little through line there. Okay, so that um, kind of wraps up the uh, uh, gauntlet part of it. Did anybody have any final thoughts on Jade's arc? Any anything that stood out, or anything that uh, you want to change in retrospect? If we had such an ability to do, uh, my favorite personal moment was the first round of the final combat where I got to run in the middle and say, I want to attack this if it's a creature, and attack that if it's a creature, and attack this other thing <laughs> if it's a creature, because we didn't know yet. Yeah. We sort of th- thought they all might be mimics, yeah. we, but I couldn't be sure. So I was like, if it's a creature, it takes this damage. But if it's like a mundane bookshelf, then it just sits there and looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it was unfortunately not a mundane bookshelf. I hope it doesn't sound like a critique. The one thing that I thought that I really liked that I thought wasn't expounded on enough, only because it was just we were at the tail end of her story. I actually liked how you laid out this lair with the cat. You know, it was a joke at being a cat tower. Yeah. But yeah, what, yeah. the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, what a great challenge for a group had our combat involved moving through those layers. You know, we all got to the ground floor and fought. Yeah, and it was tough. Imagine how much more difficult it would have been if we had to bounce off these layers as well. Yeah, that would have been fun. If maybe one of the platforms that, was a mimic too. That would have too. been a really interesting. <laughs> could, could have been like the whole house is a mimic. Oh, God, Lord knows. I mean, Actually, it, it was just it, you know, it's something I'm going to try to remember because I think planning out an encounter where with the shifting layers like that, very much like the Harry Potter bookcase would throw such a interesting challenge to your players. 
Yeah, I think the first time we had that was with the, the earthquake where we had some we had terrain to navigate. Mm -hmm. yeah. So somewhere up, somewhere down. So I like that idea, Drew. So if we had something mm -hmm. where, hey, it wasn't just a straight line, you know, like uh, Sorzak has mobility, ignores most terrain, it, normal, even difficult terrain. But if there were walls and things like that where you, you know, you could duck behind or little traps that are opening then then that that forces like mobile people to think more carefully what they're mm -hmm. going to do because i'm like okay I, I can grill a hit and run all day and take no damage but if there's a trap right there and yeah. i'm not going to be wasting an action on a perception check. i might if i know there's traps but yeah um that would that would certainly spice it up a little yeah, we kind of got that early on with the uh, when you got the key to uh, the um, first uh, chest there for the first phylactery, and and uh, it was the room had runes on the floor, and you you always had to watch which one of the squares yeah. you stepped on. So that uh, that was something similar back then. Okay, well that brings up that was a past that brings up the future. So two big questions. So we've got one more encounter left. We're now in uh, Cotter's Tale. And well, first question is, you all have been copies of yourselves, except the person who was the focus of the, or in the one case, the two people are the focus of the particular arc there. Is everybody real now that we're in Cotter's Tale? Or is everybody but Cotter... Uh, fake I'm I honestly stopped being able to tell after ours like I was yeah. just kind of like okay and I've yeah sure we're probably not I, real but I don't it, know I, <laughs> you know what it, it's like I, I I've kind of a for me I've kind of made it look like in my head like somebody found a deck of cards for one person and each card represents a version yeah and all we're doing is slowly closing the fan so for yeah me, now that we're with Cotter, who was the center point, like the thumb, now we're all us again. That makes sense. I like that kind of visual. And, yeah. And I was kind of, because I'm all astrally projected, this sounds a lot like what astral projection is when you enter another plane. You're kind of yourself, but you're not. Yeah. So. Because we weren't like translucent during Jade's, right? Or were we? And I just didn't. Yes, we were. Pick, okay. Yep. No, we were. I, sweet, were. I just didn't pick it, up it, on We used to talk much scale. about it. It's yeah, be, because yeah, you didn't all appear at once. It was iterative, yeah. and you just you, yeah, you know, you showed up one at a time. So we never really emphasized the fact that yeah, you all were okay. kind of distant and I think that's tone. I think that's why I had it in my head yeah. that we were all actually there for Jade's was because we all showed up at different times versus the other ones when we were all like kind of half there. We all sort of showed up at the same time yeah. at the at the same place. So yeah, I mean, did did we already cover what? whether we were translucent or not for cotters or we haven't gotten there yet. We haven't yet. got there yet. Okay. All, all you know is you've reappeared next to Cotter. Um, actually, that brings us back. I mean, what did you think about the start of Jade's Tale where you all ended up hearing onesie twosies and then getting lost and, and uh, finding each other bit by bit? That was cool. I thought that was a... It, it was kind of hard to fight without the rest of the party you're used to expecting yeah, to have. Yeah, especially at this level. 
and I was rooting for you guys, rooting for you guys the entire time, being the, the one person that was, didn't come in until at the very end of everything. I, I was really rooting for you guys, but I, I was concerned every time they would do those BOEs and you guys are doing your best. Even the monks who could dodge the dexterity portion of the attack couldn't dodge the other portion of the attack, and you're just getting pommeled. Yeah. It was just, it was pretty brutal to watch. And I think for me, I think the most striking moment is, Kraval, when we saw you like on the, the ledge and we're like, oh, we found him. And then, boof, whoop, off you went. And then, boof, all, you, all the rest of you went. And did anybody expect yeah, an avalanche is, in the middle? It? No. No. That nope. was nice, though. I no like one. when when we have like environmental challenges, too, instead of just like, okay, we're going to fight a thing. Like having other stuff to to manage is, yeah. is nice. It's a nice touch. And it feels like the yeah. world is something and, that you have to be careful of, not just like other creatures. And, and this challenge was hard because the the skills checks were so high. Yeah. And already, like for some of us, I'll raise my hand because I don't have good skills for something like that. Yeah, so it really yeah was I, a, I am oh, saying well, that as like that. The me and Noan were just like whatever about it. <laughs> like, yeah. it was like, oh, we have to outrun something. Okay. <laughs> and Jade. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but actually, no, no one. Three of the people had get, not uh, a problem with it. And I did it at the I very tanked. end too. I it just did, it didn't hurt me. Yeah. It just tripped me. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, well, we it, survived it, 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 an avalanche. Mm-hmm. This is something that wipes out villages, and yeah. we basically yeah. crawled yeah. out. From yeah. Yeah. We're, we're kind of demigods now. Yeah. An avalanche. And really, I mean, in reality, when people get hit by an avalanche. I'm going to respectfully say we didn't survive the avalanche by much. Mm-hmm. I mean, two of us came really close to saying good night for a while. <laughs> but we did it survive. Was pretty brutal for us. These are town killers. Yeah. Yes, we did. But yeah, and in a real avalanche situation, I mean, you are packed in so tightly that you cannot move and you have to be rescued. So um, there was a little more agency mm-hmm. because it'd be kind of dull if the people that got trapped were like, well, you get to skip around and again, another round, another round, another round. Um, so that would have been kind of dull, but uh, yeah, it uh, it did kind of simulate that pretty well, though. It got got pretty pretty darn close to being uh, deadly there. Yeah, it was pretty hairy there for toward the end. That w- wouldn't that have been uh, terrible if you like dug Cotter out at the end and his lips are like blue and he's not breathing. It's like, <laughs> it was uh, a pretty d- icy situation. We basically were. I mean, we were half. Held, I mean, half held all these debuffs. They wasn't coming up anytime soon. Five levels of exhaustion. Yeah, that's like, yeah, really bad. That's it was, death store. Yeah. And then the exhaustion mm-hmm. made for an interesting little mechanic you had to deal with too, because yeah. you you either had to accept the exhaustion or you had to drain all your resources to get rid of it. Don't mm-hmm. worry, I have greater restoration now. So, didn't <laughs> oh, know that yay! was a spell I could have, but I have it. It's it's yeah, it's it, it again. It goes back to really looking at your characters and don't not glossing over the uh, utility spells just because they're not combat spells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and you think about it like so. back in the Kraken fight, a utility spell, freedom of movement, which I mean, almost nobody ever takes because why? Actually, end up turning that whole fight. So yeah, those utility spells can come in very handy. It's like when you need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, actually, that was one of the things about the fourth edition wizard that was just so disappointing is I got rid of all the utility spells and just combat focused them. Yeah, that's a bummer. And uh, it's like, wait. And yeah, so it's much nicer having back in fifth. Mending my beloved. Yeah. So that brings us up to the next arc. So we're in Cotter's arc now, and you may all be real. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> and um, then. What do you think is coming in Cotter's arc? 
Uh, definitely some elephants. And I remember what um, these elephants were guarding from a previous incantation. And it's, it, yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I remember that we saw ele elephants. Were you that was, with us when we were the Loxodon? There was only no, like three people. Yeah. That I think were, that was that the only that was yeah. the one that I did. But I remember when we we yeah. had to encounter. I I remember. Uh, yeah, the I hear tales. Yeah. I heard tales that tales? the Tabaxi whispered, <laughs> um, of of a fiendish creature that some yeah. elephant oh, people okay. had to had had uh, troubles well, you, with. Yeah, I kind of remember, remember that. it, but your your character definitely does not. I heard yeah, tales from the Tabaxi. Mine does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jade's been telling. Yeah, man. Actually, she hasn't because if, if you remember, the, the Loxodon swore them right. to secrecy. So, and also, uh, you know, I also remember that Repulsify and Cotter, a legendary sword of some sort, I think, is what his. And I, it's been it's been like what six real life months since we got the initial quest from the paper. So I don't even really remember what he's looking for. But then also going toward the poem, it. You know, I said, you know, you have basically have to go to the underworld to find one of the phylacteries. Yeah. So, so it's kind of doubled up, in my opinion. Yeah. I think Cotter's sword is the phylactery. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That would be very sad that I would have to destroy my sword. You know that term, you encounter a wandering Asmodeus? Ooh. It might happen. <laughs> or it will be somewhat completely You're due different. for an upgrade. You've literally had your sword now for about... 14 levels, I think, or 11 levels. No, 13 levels. I mean, you've had it for a while. The irony yeah, is, we, would be if all reliable. The irony is, if Cotter actually got a bow so we could do something at range. <laughs> Cotter is the flat. Yes. I would be able to do his, not much. His deck score is so low. He has, yeah. he has to sling he's gonna, an acaron. He's just going to throw arrows, is yeah. what's going to happen. That's Ooh. what we need to get you, Bryce. We need to get you a bunch of throwing hammers or something. Yeah. So you need strength cool. throw them. I had some javelins, but I lost them all. We did a one shot with my friends, and my friend did like random characters. And so we were playing like, you know, these characters, and they had random stats because he just randomized it. And it was like, you know, the fighter with negative one strength. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was like, just because he just randomized just it. Just min maxing, but with the, the where you minimum what skill you need hand. for the class and you maximum <laughs> the ones you don't. Good. Nice. A buffed wizard. Wizard. Very yep. strong wizard. If his fireball doesn't land, he's just going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Wise barbarian. Anyway, so, um, yeah, well, that brings up the uh, Sword of the First King, the item that Galtrabar sent you to go find. And um, so, yeah, we've, we've had some uh, brass knuckles and a bow and a staff and a dog. And what do we think is going to happen with this sword? I don't know. It might be like a Percy Jackson sword. I'm going to not get the sword, but I'm going to end up with a knife. I think, I, I think, I think we're going to find that the sword was, is like one of those legendary ones that are paladins only. We're going to find out the king was a, a paladin. Oh. Yeah, maybe more tied to the and sword. And then I'm going to give it to that's you. Kind of, that's kind of what I think. Yeah, I don't know. I I well, I think it'd be really funny is if it was literally sure. just the exact same sword, but it's like, what, what, do you have like a plus one sword now, or is it? Uh, I have a sword that lights on fire, yeah, but it's not like a plus one. Damage the flame blade. No. Okay, I love the idea mm -hmm. that it is literally the same sword, but it's a plus one instead. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Chappelle and he's like, look, I fought for this. <laughs> he like throws the wrong one away too. <laughs> That's a Skyrim move. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, no, I don't know. Well, I don't Mr. Know. DM, uh, you, you're going to probably throw some sort of twist in there. Uh, naturally. But how big a twist? He'll pick up the sword, it'll break, and Kulan will show up with a uh, boar or a, <laughs> the boar. a pygmy yeah, <laughs> yeah. hippo or something. A bull. This is like, your goldfish. Yeah. He, he, he gets a, a pegasus as a they pet. Would show up with a swan. Amulet of Pelos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a new mount. And then he's like, but my spells. Uh, not even going to get a sword. He's just going to get. <laughs> you know, get idea, Bryce, yeah. of a killer swan. That, that'd be he's going to get a mount. And yeah. we're, we're the already, mount's going to hate him. And we're already leveled up, so we can't get like mounted in combat or anything. Yeah. So it's just like he can just ride in. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Charge. Oh, uh, that's true. Him. That was the whole thing. He he really did want a lance at the one point, didn't he? And then I got convinced to be more boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we haven't run into a whole lot of horses, not counting the ones you can summon. And I can indeed summon a horse whenever I want to. A very pretty one. We are aware. Actually, it wouldn't be hilarious if we had like some sort of weird thing where everything just went wacko and was, you know... Spring, rainbow sprinkled nope. flavored and Cotter <laughs> summons his horse and it's actually a rainbow pony. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I would love that. With oh, really man. big eyes. And it has a random cutie mark that displays its power. The cutie Dude, mark this is wire. lady armor. Did you ever watch Adventure I'm Time? sorry, Oh, Bryce. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Man, never mind. <laughs> I would look amazing <laughs> on top of my pony. Yeah. Please. Your little pony? Mm-hmm. Cotter is a practical man. He would be like, I don't really care what it looks like. This is uh, the most powerful one. So. Would, he would say, my pony's name is Rainbow Smash. Yeah. There you go. Just comes up and hoofs you right to the face. Yeah. Every time he lands, designs my rain. Boom. Yeah. Yes. Friendship is magic, but hoofs are more magic. Bam. <laughs> Friendship okay. is magic, but I play martial class. <laughs> That is true. Okay, any any last predictions for what the sword of the first king will hold? Um, it's just gonna be a wooden sword. It's gonna be a wooden practice sword. Ooh, it's like, like a like a holy grail kind of thing. Ten thousand downward swings. And oh, then interesting. You'll, then you'll finally evolve. Yeah, yeah. He's picked it up. Train got like ninety five hundred. Yeah, to level up. Huh? It has requirements to level up. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be good. <laughs> a cool magic weapon that would be we go on a to be like we go beginning. on a cotter side quest for the rest it of actually time. is his sword it it's actually is a random plant because no <laughs> animals are respawning you just have to go to the deep run tram and kill rats for hours yeah <laughs> literally hours yeah it doesn't matter what you kill you just have to get like ten thousand. Yeah, sorry you lowell um chill yeah. out man i'm killing rats like we go, we go to the if we need to kill ten thousand or something we just need to go to a couple of ant hills yeah yeah there you wave. go smack 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 <laughs> Sucking up souls, smack. All he has to do is go to the underworld and then, like, or wherever we're going, and then light his sword on fire. But because we're in like a hellish place, it's like super fire. Yeah, and that's it. He, yeah. he doesn't have to get it. Well, because you're in hellish place, they're like, oh, weak fire. Here's your new sword, superior sword on fire. Hey, look at your tiny baby candle. <laughs> they're like, oh, don't burn me. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> I mean, we digress. Okay, very good. Well, Melanie. we'll see if any of those predictions come true um, when we get ready for the next episode. Ba -ba -bum -bum. 
Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>